The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> And we're back in, not in studio, we on audio, but I'm here with my beautiful co-host. What's your name is, the girl? What's your name? Ciao. Hi, everybody. Um, Lauren Hogan here. Flame, I missed you. We haven't been in studio together because we've been so busy. Girl, I'm pregnant. I'm having your, ba- I'm having your baby. Not mine. Ciao. Right. I, I ain't got no swimmers to give. Girl, let me <laughs> somebody tell me pregnant. We're pregnant, pregnant, pregnant. I'm going to have a fit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working my pullout game. My pullout game is wonderful. 
Uh, <laughs> them three kids you got say otherwise. Anyway. That was my, <laughs> I ain't got old and slow. <laughs> Hello, Lauren Hogan. How's everything been? Um, things have been really crazy busy. Um, but you know, good overall. I'm slowly but surely moving into my new place, which is nice. Um, construction finally finished this past Monday. I'm, thank God. So or something. Let me just say, I ain't saying nothing. I ain't get no video. Oh, I'm just letting y'all know where, where I can't get. I'm working out of. Um, you know what? Don't even feel bad because you like the fifth person that didn't told me that. So I'm being <laughs> trifling 360 degrees. So it's not just you, but I I do owe you some photos for sure. So that's my bad. I owe quite a few people some photos because they've been asking me about it. Uh, but you'll get them this weekend because I'm slowly gonna move in. So I'll, I'll send you something this weekend. I promise. I, promise. I need to know what uh what uh. Phallus, ain't the name what Phallus I can go to when I buy your house woman give. Ain't that the dollar store Phallus? You know the little Latino dollar store out here. <laughs> you better not be going to a dollar store to give me a house woman gift. I know that much. I'm messing with you because y'all don't know Miss Lauren is high end, baby. I, that was a joke on baby. It's not it's not high end. I just like nice uh, things. Thank you, very much. She is high. I like end. nice things. <laughs> One more time. She is high end. <laughs> But you like some of my convenient high-end stuff because I got to say, uh, you travel very differently now, Miss Monroe. I do, girl. You put it mm -hmm. in my... Ooh, Delta One. Oh, speaking of traveling, I had a great flight coming back from Florida uh, this weekend from on, on, on American Airlines, which is oh. not my preferred airline. Mm -hmm. I, I was first class. I think the ticket was 800 I purchased it myself, but there was no hiccups. There was no lost bags. There was no delays. So hats off to it. And I know they had a lot of hiccups. A lot of airlines had a lot of hiccups. This yeah, week. they were canceling a lot of flights. I don't know why, but, but I did see that. I flight 24, uh, 2744 and 2733. Thank you, because they didn't have a direct flight. I was coming from Jacksonville to LAX. I still had the layover in Dallas, but it was only like an hour switch planes. Mm -hmm. Every on time. So I was very pleased. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad you had smooth travels. That is always a blessing because, oof, hectic travel is always the worst. I got to tell you, it's always the worst. It's the shortage, Lauren. It's the shortage now of pilots and uh, uh, flight attendants and staff. And oh, my God. Nobody. And then certain gas. Let, let me say this. Oh, y'all going to be mad at me. But service is kind of sour everywhere. It's real hard to find good service. Now. And I've been a lot of places. Nobody don't want to go to work. Beyonce said, quit your job. <laughs> she told us to break our souls, okay? She said, Listen. quit your job, baby. Get your hustle on. I said, come on, B. Queen B that dropped it this week, y'all. And Queen B didn't took over the internet. Yes, she has. She did. And there's been a lot of like back and forth about it because Drake also dropped an album last week and it's very he said a lot of his influences came from Baltimore house music. Beyonce's new song Break My Soul also sounds in the same genre of house music. So The hook is Robin S. Uh, Show Me Love and it's a really catchy tune. I'm not a TikTok. What you call it? Uh, corny joke time video dressed up as Miss Tina knows. You know Beyonce mama. You know they say we look alike girl. She looked like me. Oh, I look like her. I, I want to know who told you that. Who told you that? Girl, I heard it through the grapevine. Oh, <laughs> with your beat, man. And, uh, <laughs> and, so, and I did the little song. I think the song is very catchy. I don't care who I'm like. I think it's very... And I think we need some up music. I don't want to hear no more sad. Because we, I, when she dropped the video, I'm sorry, the whole CD come out July the 29th or the 30th. When she dropped that, everybody else can go run away for the rest of the summer but baby when she dropped the video and my girl big frida is in it and yeah. mm -hmm. 
I the song grew on me. I got to tell you the snippet. I think I first saw it like breaking news on the shade room and the snippet that they had. That's why you can't trust the shade room sometimes because the snippet they had didn't really do the song justice. And then once I really heard it, I was like, oh, okay, this has like a nice little bop to it. Like I like it. And then the lyrics, she's always a fantastic lyricist. So I definitely appreciated the lyrics for sure. Um, but I'm curious to see what this album is like. We've been getting like different versions of Beyonce. I have to say my favorite was the initial visual album that she dropped. I have Partition and Blow and all of those songs on it. I love that entire album. That um, album it changed, baby. Let me tell you, me, me and Drunk in Love, I ain't been drunk. I ain't never been drunk in love, but I damn sure was high off that money, baby. Good God. <laughs> drunk in Love had uh, females doing stripper kicks. That's what was happening. People was doing stripper kicks off that song. Hey, off that song, sitting my fat ass in the chair. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, by far that's like my favorite Beyonce album. Like it, it actually beats like Crazy in Love for me. So definitely excited to see what the new project's gonna be, and you know we'll be listening. Um, but what other musical artists would you like to discuss, Flame? Oh, I like the other guy, uh, Baptiste. I like him. I John like Baptiste? his spirit. Yeah, I like his spirit, and when he speaks, he's always so positive. And he always seems to uplift people in, in a good way. He ain't worried about nobody else's business. He's like he's living in his own little lane. And I like his little quirky suits. And he's very entertaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like his messaging, too. I always love an artist that has good messaging. Um, but speaking of other artists, there was a, a versus battle yesterday. And I didn't get to watch the whole thing because I was working. But um, the recap clips were quite interesting between Omarion and Mario. Uh, and then there was a little bit of a Ray J and a Sammy and a Bobby Valentino sprinkled in between there with some drama. So um, very entertaining for the I, recap, I have to say. I don't know if, I, what, if it was versus singing, but it was damn sure versus a carried on because they was carried on on there. But <laughs> I tell you what, Ray J should have gave that microphone to his son because the son was... <laughs> Was Ray, oh my god, if you if I had one wish, I wish you to get that mic to your son. That's my <laughs> <laughs> baby. Woo! Yeah, I gotta tell you, Ray J didn't sound great, Omarion didn't sound great, Mario was okay, and then Sammy actually had the most consistent voice. And I was shocked by that because J. Cole actually can't sing. Who J. Cole? What you talking about Bobby name? Valentino? Not, no, not Bob, not Bobby Valentino. What's the other one name? Sammy? That's all it was? I'm, I'm, I'm a girl. I'm it was Bobby Valentino, Sammy, Ray J, and then Mario versus Amarion. Yeah, oh, yeah. I never liked these. Mar, uh, uh, Mar, which one was the body? Amarion or Mario? Mario got the body. Well, I mean, they both have bodies. Well, I'm talking about the nicer body, the cut body. They He'd both the- got cut bodies. Have you seen the abs? No, I know one of them be on the internet showing some abs. He ain't show that else, but he shows abs. That's on Marion. Oh, okay. That one actually can sing to me. Oh, he sounded horrible last night from the clips I saw. Well, he was dancing and shit, right? So, you're an entertainer. You're supposed to be able to do both. Only people can do that is Beyonce, Chris Brown, and Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> because, and it was so crazy to see, though, because I remember, like, when You Got Surf came out, me and all my little friends, we went to the movie theater with our parents because, you know, I was in love with Omarion at that point. And I don't know what happened. It was very disappointing <laughs> from the clips that I saw. I said, mm, I'm kind of glad I didn't watch this. So, Some of these verses is getting outlandish. I want, I don't want them to be carrying on. I want them to actually, like... I don't, see, first of all, I don't think they should call it verses. Why? 
Because it ain't a battle. It is a battle. It's a battle of their respective repertoires. Oh, is that what it is? Mm -hmm. It's a battle of their music catalogs and who did what. Okay. Who got the best catalog? Oh, yeah. Some people. So who who couldn't battle? Well, Ray J sounded horrible. I don't know what Bobby Valentino was doing. Um, Sandy, Sammy sounded pretty decent, and Omarion was pitchy. Mario sounded decent from what I saw. Like I no, said, I, I didn't watch the whole thing, but like, from the recap like, clips, like, no, I mean like if Whitney Houston was alive and she was in her prime when she, baby, who ooh. could battle? I don't. Ooh, that's a hard one. Cause like, okay, for the record, my top three like favorite artists of all time, in no particular order, are Whitney, Prince, and Stevie. Those are like my top three. So I don't know if anybody could battle Whitney in her prime. I eh, I don't know. And I ain't talking about songwriting because can't nobody fuck with Stevie. Stevie got a song for every decade. Stevie got songs that he's seen in 20, 20 more decades and you know he can't even see, but he still can't. <laughs> yeah. I don't Stevie, like you. But Stevie got songs that, that just make you feel good about your life. Stevie got music mm-hmm. that makes but that day on Whitney when she was in her prime, one moment the let me tell you when the voice was the hottest to me. Oh, the American anthem. Oh, the national anthem? National yeah, anthem. I still casually just play that just because me and my dad actually had this conversation. He was like, you know, well, Whitney got her influence from Marvin Gaye, which is very true of how to sing the national anthem. She wanted to make it soulful. But in my opinion, she outdid Marvin. Oh, can you, uh, listen. And they say if, if she was alive and in her prime, it could have been her Mariah in a prime. No. But I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. And I love me some Mariah Carey, but baby, that damn Whitney was like, ain't nothing up here but me. It wasn't nobody at the top of her. And Rita was still queen. But Rita, Whitney had cars out of space that nobody see. I agree. I think that, like, if if we were going to compare, like, a an older artist versus, a, like, a Mariah Carey, I think of versus could have been like a her and a mini Ripperton because they kind of have similar octave ranges when they sing. I feel like that would have been fair. I don't know if anybody could get with Whitney. Cause I mean, don't get me wrong. Their record, uh, the record, when you believe that Whitney has with Mariah Carey and it was around the Prince of Egypt, very nostalgic for me, beautiful mm-hmm. record, but I don't think Mariah can hold a candle to Whitney. Sorry. To me that that time her voice wasn't in his prime. She was on the other side at that time when she made that. Yeah, but like the the all the man that I need, the saving all my loves, like no, saving all my love was kind of like the beginning of Whitney. It, by the time she did all the man that I need, that was that was her prime. It definitely was. And I'm sorry, I just she can't be touched. I just don't feel that way. So yeah. you know, Whitney up in heaven, child. When, Wendy Williams kept messing with her. She said she got to heaven first, and she said, "God get her." <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I Whoa! I had to throw that Whitney. That, that went left real quick. Okay. Oh, uh, ooh, you know, Lauren, this has been a this has been a very um oh. So today, because this is the new week, are we getting heavy already? Dang. Uh, yeah. Dang. Because I want. Yeah. Wait, Where? but you before we get heavy though, you did say that you wanted to talk about um, Herschel Walker. Oh yeah! Oh, so you know we just had uh, we just had the primaries, mm-hmm. and Stacey Abrams did get the Democratic nod to run for governor of uh, of Georgia. Mm-hmm. Yay! 
So I and I think I don't think he's her opponent, but he's running for something, right? The senator or something, Herschel Walker. Um, I gotta look him up. I'll keep talking. I'll look up the official and, what he's doing. So he came out. Y'all know he oh mm-hmm. Anywho, he came out and said that there, if she don't like the state of Georgia, there's fifty two other states for her to live in, for her to move to. And I only want to but that's what that's what the paper said. Fifty two. I know what I know what it is because if he, <laughs> y'all. Special. Y'all need to reevaluate y'all sales down there in Georgia. Because uh, there's only 50 states. Uh, uh, what? <laughs> You're right, though. He did say that. I'm just putting the emphasis on the fact that he said 52. He so did say going. And I'm He did. You, he said it. Yeah. Y'all think I'm slow. I'm Now, I might have had an edible, but I ain't slow. <laughs> Baby, let me tell you something. The only reason he know how many states is those was those extra two was he added those two kids on. He probably got ill <laughs> Is in all the fifty-two damn states. Why you, Stacey? There have been some reports saying like how many secret children can Herschel Walker reveal before he's in real trouble? I just read a report about that it's the coming. other day. Go ahead. That oldest son that was team daddy, my daddy is my daddy. That baby, all these little bastard kids that came out. That son that got quiet as a church house mouse. Baby ain't got Nathan to say. Huh. Yeah, I don't know if he's like running for something officially. Um. And maybe I'm missing it, but maybe he just got hit too many times playing football. I ain't gonna. Put and maybe it on. he's not all the way there anymore. Maybe he didn't hit too many different people because he did play football. Look at all these damn kids <laughs> all hitting, all hitting, cause kids hitting, hitting, hitting kids, kids, kids. <laughs> um, no, actually, I'm sorry. I think you're right. He is. He's running for Senate. I so he's I running know. for the United States Senate. Yep, in Georgia. Yep, there it is. Yeah, if you don't knock it off, she ain't got no illegitimate kids running around here. And that's not to say that they're not good kids or whatever they kids, but you should have claimed them. Don't let it come out. Don't let it come out now because it's going to be some more. But he just gives me that he's just maybe not the most intelligent person because even his interview around gun reform, I don't even know how it shifted, but he, I couldn't follow what he was saying. Did you see the interview that he did? I can't watch that puppet. That's a puppet. I, I would, I would cut the strings. I couldn't even follow it. I said, "Wait a minute." He was talking about, but but the girl in the back and the it it, it made no sense. It was like gibberish. Okay, so, so what? If you don't believe it, with what he was saying, it's in print. Fifty-two states. <laughs> oh, I know. I was I was emphasizing what you said because he did say fifty-two when states. I saw that- I, I had to do a double take. Like, well, wait a minute. Am I? I, I, I know I ain't that high. Let me look at that again. <laughs> no, you were absolutely right. He said 52 states. He did. He said 52. <laughs> in Georgia. Okay. And some wrong. Ain't that like, what's my slogan? Ain't what wrong with me? I just look ain't like shit that. wrong with you. You just look like that. 52 states, Lauren. Mm. But can I just say, too, because <laughs> that, that little comment, like, there's 50, he said the 52 other states you go to, but that also triggers me when white people say, like, racist shit like go back to Africa and stuff I really want to tell them like okay first of all I didn't come here or my ancestors didn't come here on their own accord and actually my other ancestors my indigenous ancestors were here first so maybe you should go back to your own country if you don't like being here maybe you should take your own damn advice but anyway I digress I always what D.L. Hughley had to say you want me to go back show me the receipt (laughs) because you cannot return stolen goods thank you Thank you. And that's that's Nordstrack, because Nordstrack take back everything. I can take some shit from another store back to Nordstrack. Good God. Costco's another one you can take. Costco, you can take shit back months later. 
Really? Yeah, you can. That's why I love Costco. I'll be up in there all the time. That is that is ridiculous. You just <laughs> How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? Fifty-five percent of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only four percent of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale one million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of six million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The one million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the One Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, I feel like we have to officially get to the heavy um, because today was a very historic day and not for a good reason. Um, today, the Supreme Court officially overturned Roe versus Wade, um, leaving millions of women in, I would just say, in dire straits at this point across this country. Um, I'm going to pull up the stats that have come out about this today and what states have already officially put bans on abortion. I remember I I saw a report that um, as soon as the decision came down, Arkansas and Little Rock specifically Planned Parenthood canceled, I think, at least 16 abortions that were scheduled to happen this um, next week. And uh, since then, I'm pulling up the image now. Um, of just how many states officially have banned abortion before the day was even out. So let's just 
go through this real quick. Give me two more seconds. And some of the some of those people were actually on their way to some clinics and were turned around in routes. Yep. So in effect, officially, abortion bans is Utah, South Dakota, Wisconsin, Missouri, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Louisiana, Alabama, and Kentucky. Um, ex- this is actually already has happened. Ohio has also officially put a ban on abortion before the end of the day. Um, other states that are expected to come soon in the next 30 days include um, Idaho, Texas, um, Mississippi, uh, West Virginia, and um, I'm sure more will pop up as the days go on. So uh, it's just uh, it's heartbreaking to see. Um, oh, and Tennessee, excuse me, is another one as well. And North Dakota. So it's it's heartbreaking. Um, I really don't have. I don't know if I really have the words to express my disappointment. And what happened today. Um, the only person I can really blame. I feel like for this is um, the three new appointed judges that Donald Trump selected. And um, I also feel like, too, you know. Democrats could have done something. You know, we knew this was coming. You know, they knew that this was in the works. And I guess it almost was like they took the stance of, oh, that's not really going to happen. So, and my main concern, I'll just say this is for Black women. Because the pregnancy mortality rate for Black women is, I think it's like 43 out of 100,000 compared to that of like a white woman or even Latina woman, which is about 17. So the number of black women's bodies that are now going to be in jeopardy um, is just kind of unfathomable to think about. So how does that make you feel as a woman, Lauren, that somebody can tell you what you can and cannot do with your body? Um, it's It's laughable to me because it's like, you guys are so pressed about saving this unborn child's life. It's like, y'all don't care about the babies. Cause once the, the baby's born, you don't care about that because rape incest, or just simply, you may not have the means to, you know, take care of a child or you, maybe the child was brought to, you know, was conceived in a traumatic experience for you. And it's the lack of, just regard for women is um, it's just appalling because it's almost like these old white men and it's not just old white men too, because I've seen, you know, so a lot of white women are also advocating for this too. You don't understand. And I've never been pregnant, but you have a connection with that child. So what you're feeling that baby feels. So if you're not bringing this baby to life in the best circumstances, or you don't want this child, how do you think that's going to affect this child when they are actually born and have to grow up? But it's like, we're not thinking about that. You know, some of these lumbags are the same ones that didn't want you to wear masks, which <laughs> didn't, don't wear masks. It's just ridiculous. Whatever I thought or did not think about that damn vaccine. I still always told everybody to wear the mask. I gave out masks. Shit, I gave you masks and spray lights off. It is preponderance that they have put these. And I'm telling you something. I blame Susan Collins for a lot of this because she had the last say-so about who was going to be a point. She knew they were lying. Kavanaugh, 
uh, Gorsuch and Amy Coney Bear, you know, I never trust her because she didn't condition her hair. I, and I, you, they were lying. You knew they was going to do that. But I never thought it was going to even go this extreme. The scariest part to me, Lauren, is that I keep thinking about the movies Raiders of the Lost Ark. Remember when Indiana Jones cut was after that little thing and then the ball rolled? They have just released a ball that is going to roll over every goddamn thing that Obama touched in any law that was going to help the American people. Marriage equality, uh, 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 equal rights, uh, uh, integration. They're going to try to say this is going to months on this decision when it comes down to same-sex marriage thank you clarence thomas with your nothing ass they're gonna it, it ain't gonna even be no no they don't have they don't even have to adjourn they're gonna the decision will be made immediately and it will be unanimous i don't know about unanimous we still got some decent you know judges there but i'm this, talking about those the, from those ones not the other oh three. oh yeah, yeah yeah but i think that That's um made it to a point katanji brown jackson because she would have leveled the playing field well, she actually wouldn't because she's just replacing uh, progressive justice. That's all she's doing. It's not going to tip the court in any different way. But I think that um, the what this is giving me is like foreshadowing for what we see in Handmaid's Tale. That's what it's really starting to give to me because it's it's giving Handmaid's Tale at this point. And, Go and ahead. Explaining Lauren about price gouging and the economy. If y'all think gas prices are going to go up, abortion is going to go through the roof for the people. Who, and what about for the people who can't afford it? I got daughters, you know, and I'm just in a blessed place right now where I got a couple of dollars. But I don't want to keep shelling out money for no abortion for my daughter. And then they talking about taking away contraception, according to that damn uh, Clarence Thomas. He would like to do that. Yeah. Contraception and also re revisiting gay marriage or same sex marriage, I should say. I, I think I'm going to have to invest in my plan B's because baby, they're trying to get rid of it. I'm telling you right now. Well, at this point, based on this decision, it's up to the states. And I am happy to say that I'm glad that I live in the state of California. And yeah. special thank you to Gavin Newsom because he put out a statement today. And I actually want to read for word for word because he actually just basically gave the finger to um, all other states, which I thought was beautiful. But he put out a station a statement today excuse me, that says abortion is legal in California. It will remain that way. I just signed a bill that makes our state a safe haven for women across the nation. We will not cooperate with any states that attempt to prosecute women or doctors for receiving or providing reproductive care. Period. We love our governor. I love Gavin Newsom. I would really like for him to run for president, but that's neither here nor there because he's running to be reelected for governor. I just voted for him in our um, midterm elections. Me too. And the I, beginning of the month. Nancy's nephew. So you always hold a He special. is Nancy's nephew. Yes. Yeah, but, Lauren, no, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this because it is Pride Month and I'm not trying to ruffle no fellas, but to me, as a trans person, I really would have liked to have seen when this whole, when that whole leak came out and they started protesting about the Roe versus Wade possibility of being overturned. I would have liked to see a lot of my trans sisters and trans advocates in the world stand up and stand in solidarity with biological women to say, hey, we are women. If you take their choice, you're taking ours because we identify as women because that's the first thing they love to holler. That's the first thing they fucking love to holler. I would like to have seen them stand together because I already knew once they took rights from you all, baby, guess who coming next? They're coming after us and it's going to be easy for them because and then we're going to be looking for women to stand with us. Well, I got to agree with you on that front. That was disappointing for me when this whole thing did happen. I did. I didn't see a lot of the trans community, especially those trans women 
coming to the forefront to support us. And I'll, I'm being very honest about that. Um, it was disheartening, you know, and to your point, I'm thinking from it. I'm thinking I'm looking at it. I should say more so from a perspective of a black woman, because we are always the backbone of everything. Everybody expects us to show up. Everybody expects us to support. We got to carry everybody. So in instances where we need that allyship or we need the support, it just doesn't seem like those people are there to support us. And it's very disheartening because we're tired. We're tired. We're always doing the heavy lifting. We're always saving everybody, but nobody cares about us. So it is, um, it is just a spit. It's like spitting in women's faces and they all, they, they, and, and from, to your point back when this was the issue months ago, when we were just talking about it, they try and preserve the white race, but trying to have more white women have more babies. But the problem is white women ain't having babies with y'all. Cause all I got to do is put on the Jersey basketball, football, hockey, soccer, badminton, rugby. It don't matter. They see a black person in a, in a sports athlete, baby, they see a contract and here you go. Let's go. You ain't never lied. Cause I'm <laughs> Gonna be a giant hockey jersey tonight and go to the store and give me some because <laughs> that's the truth of the matter is that you know these white men are trying to preserve their race but it's the white women don't want y'all or they, your sons they don't they, want y'all your white boys better get your game better on these because once we get in hockey and rugby whoo y'all it's toast once we get up in it <laughs> yeah i will say though i'm hoping that all of the republicans um conservative policies and just how they're thinking. I'm hope this ignites, you know, our community and the, and I hate saying minorities cause we are not minorities, but I'm, I'm hoping it will ignite something in folks that look like us or resemble us to really go out and exercise your votes. Like I saw a lot today on social media about from Gen Z's perspectives saying that, you know, we're tired and it's sad to say, you know, that, a Gen Z person is tired, but I will read this. It says, um, I said this to my mom the other day, but I don't think older adults realize how outright depressing it is for millennials and Gen Z to keep investing in our future when everything is headed towards a future that doesn't seem even remotely bearable. And I felt that because, you know, it's almost like we're living through what our grandparents and great grandparents had to live through, you know, well let me, let me, and I love that the way they brought that up because here's the thing, Lauren. As a as a person that's double your age, um, yeah, that Gen Z is so young they never understood what life was like before a cell phone or computer. So they'll know the joys that we had playing stickball and when it's hot outside, turn on the fire hydrant and we all playing. Nobody's shooting. They have grown their whole lives because of their age demographic has been in school shootings. And we, we had, earthquakes. yeah, their whole life is just trauma because that's yeah. what they went into. So I, I get that they're tired. We're tired at this age because we've been fighting and fighting and fighting, but they were born into fight. They yeah. were in fighting. So I, I understand that. And overall, I think it's just, it's sad. But like I said, I hope that, that's not what's leaned into rather it's the we get something that a nice is to say that okay we need to actually make a change we need to do something we need to exercise our right to vote we need to get these old white people out of office because they actually don't know what the community needs and because they are slowly but surely becoming the minority i would love the day when i can call those white folks the minority in this country but i hope that 
it's an it's a um an adverse effect that happens that people really take this they wake up and they realize okay we need to do something and it can literally be as simple as just exercising your right to vote it's as simple as that i hate to think that they didn't even think this process out to me though because and in all nationalities i'm not bashing that one community at all in all nationalities Somebody has gotten pregnant by their grandfather or by their uncle or by their father or by their brother. It just happens. It does happen. Baby, oh, best. The girl ain't saying I mean, she said it in the color purple. And people just abuse girls because of their vaginas. And who wants to have their son and brother? You know, you, 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 you can't take a person's choice away from that. That is just, it's just messed up. I want to say the other word, but I'm trying to be nice right now. It's just, it's just disheartening mm-hmm. to think that because, and that happens in all nationalities. Now, I'm not picking on one or the other. It just happens. Everybody got that old uncle that want to come and touch on the ham and touch on you. He green, he bring the best gifts. Now you know why. Shit. Shit, even in the churches and the churches yeah. are so stern up there against the bush. It's so many damn hypocrites in the church and perverts and pedophiles and freaks good god yeah and my main thing is just the point that i want to emphasize is that it's just that black women are just being further put in jeopardy um like i said our the pregnancy mortality rate is so much higher than any other group it's so much higher and we were already at risk when roe versus wade was considered constitutional when we were giving birth because, you know, there's all of these stereotypes that, oh, you know, we can, we can, um, you know, experience a higher level of pain. It's not, you know, we don't need as much attention. And that's why, you know, we're dying. So imagine all these black women that are, don't, aren't going to have the opportunity to actually be able to have appropriate abortions. We're just, we're putting these black women's bodies in jeopardy. And it's, um, it's just sad. It's really just sad. So overall, honestly, Flame, like I don't, I don't know what's gonna happen. I just really feel, um, I really just, this was just a sad day for women. It really was. It just, guns have more rights when, in this country than women do. It, so. It's open up a plethora of, of issues because girl, they're gonna take away marriage equality. I think anything that Barack Obama touched, they want to remove anyway, including oh, for Ob- sure. including Obamacare and Obama. They they don't want to give respect to, but Obama made marriage equality. Obama made it. <laughs> legal. Obama gave so many rights to just for people to be fairness, but nobody wants to respect him for that. But I tell you what, baby, you see it took four or five months to remove, overturn Roe versus Wade. When it comes down to same-sex marriage, because they all against that anyway with they uh, hypocritical asses, that, that they're not going to think about it. And I hate that my community don't fight for that. They, we should have been fighting for that. We should have been fighting with women. We fighting over pronouns and dumb shit. We mad because we, uh, we couldn't be on a tampon box. Baby, what the hell are you going to do on a tampon box? You can't look at them tampons. Oh, that made me so bad with this fight. Get you some always with wings. Guess what the wings hold? I got two of my damn self. I got on mad right now. <laughs> um, But I will say, though, just to give uh, to what you just said on the Obama front, though, um, about Obamacare, they, they've tried and failed. And I think they finally let that go because that Obama made Obamacare so freaking airtight that they just couldn't they couldn't break it down. So, um. We'll see, you know, what unfolds next. Uh, Clarence Thomas. <sighs> I hope I can't say publicly what I want to say about him. They ban interracial marriage on his watch, and he had to divorce his wife. Now I don't, 
I really don't want them to. I want people to love who they love. I just say that as a joke. But oh my god! No, I see what you're saying because I just because it's also his wife was also participatory in the January sixth riot. He pushed so the narrative. I'm also just confused how you know nothing's happened to him. But anyway, I digress. Um, we'll we'll keep looking at how this unfolds. But like I said before, this was just a sad day for women in America. It really was. So this was a sad. America. We had quite a few sad days. Looks like we're having more sad days than happy days. I just want mm-hmm. to say... And it's going to continue. I think it's going to continue. After 2020, March 2020, let's just go back. Shit. This is starting to feel like summer of 2020, but worse. Yeah. That's what it's starting to feel like. Because summer just happened, what, on Tuesday? Yeah. Yeah. So, But as always, we got to close out. So here at Laugh and Learn, we do have a saying. I'm never trying wait, to get anybody. Wait, wait a minute, Lauren. Um, ladies, if you're on here listening to us, because we know we got a big female audience, and if you're in trouble, and if you got a kid that's you that the doctor told you that the kid is autistic or something that you don't want to deal with, or you just don't want a kid, please seek our help. I'm sure they're gonna have some kind of resources or something to help people because it's gonna be hard, Lauren, for people who have no money. It's gonna be really hard. That's why I said they care about the the child, the, the fetus, but they don't care about the child. That's what that's the, yeah. that's what you put it. They care about the fetus and not the baby. Yeah, statistically, they say seven hundred and fifty thousand kids in foster care. What about yep. those kids? It's gonna be so many. I'm a, my fear is that so many kids gonna get left. Babies gonna get left on churches and left in alleys, and mm-hmm. all, the people just gonna start finding the kids because, or they gonna go do the Macy Gray from the movie Color Girls. Remember, she had the alcohol girl and the cigarettes, and ooh, girl, she's really look. She was drinking the alcohol and putting the thing in there. Girl, that's scary. I'm making a joke out of it, but that's terrifying because I have daughters, and somebody mm-hmm. might stop doing back alley abortions. You know, everybody on the damn hustle. Well, luckily, your daughters live in the state of California, so. But um, like I was saying here, I'm busting the head. Let me just let y'all know I'm busting the <laughs> history out <laughs> to the white meat. <laughs> but like I was saying here, laughing there, we do have a saying: we're never trying to get anybody to change your mind. We're simply trying to get you to use your mind. Why flame? Because in this critical time that we living in, I'm telling you, your mind is the only thing that you have that you can rely on. Because you see, you can't rely on nothing else. They on some bullshit. Let me just say. <laughs> yeah. But as always, um, we appreciate you guys tuning in and we will see you next time. Thank you. Bye, Lauren. Bye, Flame <laughs> Don't miss an episode of Laugh and Learn. Listen and subscribe on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Laugh and Learn Podcast is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Our executive producer is Tiffany Haddish. Our theme music is by the one and only Chrissy Payne. Thank you, guys. This is Flame Monroe. <laughs> Don't forget to laugh, listen, and learn. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. 
To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.